Hey, this is Jackie, your host from Talking Without Filter. So, this is a continuation to the Demons episode, so this is part two. The stories that you will be listening to today are stories that I run across or stories that have been sent in by listeners. I hope that you enjoy. A man is attacked by a succubus. In December 2012, in Bakersfield, California, a young man named Ethan had a demonic encounter. After returning from school, Ethan was tired and worn out, but still had plenty of homework to do. He worked late into the night before finally collapsing into bed. He fell asleep instantly, but did not sleep soundly. He dreamt that an evil being was in his home and it was trying to get into his room. It finally broke in, and as soon as it did, Ethan jolted awake with a ringing sound in his ears. Ethan felt the demon. It was on the wall behind his head, holding Ethan's limbs down. He had something in his ears, and his left ear It began to vibrate violently. The strange sensation spread to his right ear as well. Ethan fought as best as he could, but could not break free. He cursed at the being and tried to free his arms or legs. The demon only laughed at him. An eerie and horrific sound that was neither deep nor high-pitched. The demon cried out, soon, and released Ethan. Ethan sat up rapidly, leaping out of bed to turn on the lights. But when the light flooded his bedroom, there was nothing out of the ordinary. However, Ethan's dogs were acting abnormal, barking, leaping at the door, and trying desperately to get to their owner. He went to the bathroom and was startled to see his reflection in the mirror. His eyes were bloodshot, with the whites of his eyes completely red. Ethan realized He had been visited by a succubus demon. Ethan remains terrified of the demon returning, has not had another incident ever since. Ethan's story is remarkable in its detail, but also because he survived his encounter with a demon. Most who come in contact with any demon, let alone a succubus, do not live to tell the tale. Is it real? While evidence is hard to come by, there are plenty of people like Ethan who have very similar stories about their encounters with demons. Either it's an elaborate hoax with people working together to come up with a consistent story, or something more sinister is at work. This story is about encountering shadow people. Shadow people often are described as dark, ghost-like, shadowy entities. Here is a bizarre, frightening encounter with a strange being. House of Shadows, 
I became aware of the shadows shortly moving into my house in New Jersey. My daughter's playroom was in the basement, and they were constantly complaining that they were always seeing something move out of the corner of their eyes. My youngest also said that they hovered near the ceiling. That gave me goosebumps. (laughs) In later years, I had my floor workshop in the basement and saw them constantly. It got to the point where I would talk to them with my mind. Not that they ever answered back. They were black. No facial features or anything, just completely black. We saw them all over the basement, but mostly along one wall, and occasionally saw them along the same wall on the first floor and in the kitchen near the back door. We didn't see them anywhere else in the house or elsewhere on the property. Even if we didn't get a glimpse of them, we were aware that they were present. Some of them seemed to have an evil presence. A few years after we moved in, I told them they were not welcome in the house and the evil presence seemed to go away. Still, we had an uneasy feeling about them. Not fear. We just accepted they were there. You know, several steps were taken over the years to make them go away, and it didn't work anyways. Only once after the evil ones were told they were not welcome was I aware they came back. And I'm not sure if they were evil or just plain upset. I'll explain later. Only once did I see one clearly, but it happened in a split second and I did not see it from top to bottom. I was walking through the breakfast room into the kitchen. The kitchen light was on in the corner. I saw it. It was by the back door in front of the stove. I was startled. I thought someone had came into the house. It happened very fast, but the light from behind it did not pass through it as if it were a shadow. It was short and stocky and appeared as a silhouette of a person. It had a head, like I mentioned, no discernible features, including no eyes. They had shoulders, arms, a torso. It disappeared too fast to take note if it had legs or feet. I sensed it was as a, it was surprised as I was, and it did not intend to be seen. Then, a house caught fire. It was a major fire that started from a shorted TV along the wall of shadows in the den. We were out of the house six months while it was repaired. About a week after the fire, I stopped right before dark to pick up a few things. As I came onto the back porch and looked through the six-foot hole where the picture window was at before, I looked across the breakfast room at the basement doorway. I sensed three shadows near the doorway. It was almost dark outside, so I didn't actually see them. I also got a very bad feeling about them and told them and told them by thought 
that the evil ones were still not welcome in the house, whether I was there or not. Then I turned and left without entering the house. I was quite rattled, to be honest. Whether I had this feeling because I was also emotionally upset about the fire, cannot say. The next day, I went back and it seemed the house was full of shadows, although I only caught a glimpse of them, as usual. Fleeing in the basement, and I'm not sure I really saw them as there were no lights down there, and the only light was from the window, well, windows. It was the only time I ever sensed that they tried to communicate. It seemed that they were upset that we were not there because the house was all black. There was no light for them in the kitchen, and there were strangers in the house, the workers, every day. A few weeks later, burglars tried to steal the new appliances for the house. Everything was left in the kitchen by the back door. My daughters and I joked that they met up with the shadows and were scared off. But who knows? Oh, wow. That's really scary. Imagine. And I know some of us get that feeling that, you know, you see someone or something from the corner of our eye. But is it really there? Next story, Shadow Man on the Road. I have always been very observant and I notice everything around me in detail. When I was 13, I was riding home from the supermarket with my older brother. All of a sudden, a dark figure dove under the car. It happened very quickly, but I saw it straight on. It was definitely in the shape of a man and it seemed to appear out of nowhere. I just saw a a shadow man I said to my brother of course he made a joke of it I went along with it just to make myself feel better but it was more than a joke to me I saw another shadow man that very night when I got out of bed to go to the bathroom I know it was not my mind playing tricks. That story was by Trayson. Next story. The Reflection. I have seen shadow people at least twice. I'm not joking, twice. The most recent was while sitting in front of a TV that was turned off. The reflection showed a dark entity seated beside me. I was annoyed and soon it was gone. I I really hope I never have another experience like it again. A long time ago, I saw what happened to a man wearing a top hat who moved in the shadows of a great building. He appeared to look almost like a phantom, appearing though he were a sail mass consisting of electric magnetic signals. This story was by Jean. So I'm guessing that was a second experience, except this time he saw that the shadow person was made out of electrical magnetic signals. Hmm, it's interesting. <laughs>
blue shadow people or dimensional travelers. I have recurring visitations from a life form that I call blue people. They don't really look like humans though. They're about four feet tall. They walk on erect legs, but the knees bend backwards. Oh, <laughs> sorry. That's so gross. They have four fingers and two thumbs and roughly the same configuration on their feet. The toes or fingers are weird. They're like webbed. They have no shoulder or neck. They just go up from the shoulders into a bulbous head. The face consists of three crescents that are arched down like a grimace. The shortest on top and the longest at the bottom. They're blue. They have visited me for about five years now, to my knowledge. They come late at night when everything is quiet. The first thing that wakes me is a high-pitched whine. It's followed by a white light that appears through the wall, door, or whatever they choose to enter from. They come in through the light when it opens enough for them to pass. I was quite scared at first and thought that I was having a lucid nightmare. Later though, when they returned several times, I realized that they were benevolent and only curious about this world. They would walk about my room, look at things, try to touch things. I tried to speak to them and they would rush back into the light and disappear. I think that they are dimensional explorers and think that they would like to communicate. I'm working on different approaches to doing that. And this is anonymous. Wow. Would that still be considered shadow people though? I think it would be... Mm, <laughs> I don't know because I don't want to say aliens are not real. But at the same time, how can I say that shadow people are real? You know, it's a very eh, eh, topic, you know? But maybe it was an alien encounter? I don't know. Have I ever seen shadow people? No. But hey, people have, and you encountered this, and I don't want to discredit you for that. Hopefully you're able to make a breakthrough, so good luck. Next story, Shadow People and the Ouija, or Ouija board. I'm pretty sure the Shadow People are demons. One night I was having a party and I had just gotten a Ouija board for my birthday. Everyone talked me into using it, so we started playing. No, no. Then weird stuff started happening. Shadow figures started to appear in my room. A lot of shadow people. It wasn't any of her shadows. These were different. Some had red eyes. Then red orbs started coming through my room. We had made a protective circle and we had all tried to stay in it. It got really cold in my room and we could all see our breath. If some of my friends couldn't see the shadow people, they could feel them. They were giving an evil feeling in the room. We all got too freaked out to move. We were just like, whoa. Then one of the shadow people changed. They all got scary looking. I could explain, but I don't want to go into detail. 
let's just say Pumpkinhead, the demon guy from the scary movies. No, his head is not a pumpkin. And we were screaming and finally ran out the room. My parents thought we were crazy. That night, when we went to bed, my closets were glowing red and orbs were going through my room. We didn't go to sleep like until 5 a.m. And even then, we had only slept not even four hours. That was freaky. And stuff didn't die down for a while after that. That was the last time I used the Ouija board. I threw it somewhere deep in one of my closets. Now I've only used Psychic Circle, and even that has consequences. I'm not allowed to use it anymore because of what happened to me, my friend, and my mom. But that's a different story for another time. This story was sent in by Amanda. next story so I know that I did talk about sleep paralysis in one of my episodes otherwise known as the old hag syndrome which is a phenomenon in which you awake from sleep unable to move you seem to be awake but your body is paralyzed as if this wasn't scary enough you know these episodes are often accompanied by a feeling of an unknown presence in the room strange sounds, and sometimes other mysterious manifestations. In the classic experience, the victim feels that an old woman is sitting on their chest, rendering them immobile and laboring to breathe. To the medical world, the phenomenon is known as sleep paralysis combined with hallucinations. Those who have never experienced the syndrome are not easily convinced that what they see, hear, and feel are not real. And how can we explain when two or more people experience a phenomenon at the same time? Here's a story or stories that have reported experiencing it. Black-Eyed Hag It happened for the first time when I was 14. I couldn't move. I didn't understand what it was. My most prominent time having to experience sleep paralysis was last year while lying in bed. I fell asleep pretty quickly, but then woke up with the pressure of a hand on my right shoulder. When I could turn around, I saw the old hag. She had long craggy gray hair, a pale greenish face, a long nose, and creepiest of all, her eyes were all black. She smiled at me, then took off. That's when I snapped out of paralysis. And that was sent in by someone anonymous. Next story, the gray and the hag. One night, I left my windows open to let the breeze in. I don't remember falling asleep, but I was paralyzed when I regained awareness. I remember seeing black rain and could feel my body weighing five times its normal weight. I was sinking into the bed slightly. I turned my head and I saw what looked like a great alien smiling at me. 
It wasn't easy to move, but I slowly and forcefully crawled to the edge of my bed to fall off and hopefully wake up someone in the house. I could feel its thoughts as if they were connected to mine. I wasn't supposed to be moving. Was the emotion I felt from the being? But I did. I reached the edge, falling head first. When I hit the floor, I was awake in my bed face down, like I was when I first realized I was aware. My windows were still open and I could feel the breeze. Oh, wow. I mean, like I explained in my other episode, that happened to me as well. Thankfully, it has not happened to me anymore. I do pray every night before I go to sleep. Um, It feels like your body is sinking into the bed. And it makes you hear and see crazy shit. Luckily, I haven't experienced it anymore, like I said. And I hope nobody else experiences that because it is not something that you want to experience. Trust me. Evil generates from her. I am 42 and first had a nightmare about a terrifying witch at the age of 16. She kneels on my chest and stares into my face, slowly getting near and near. I am completely terrified. She wears a black cloak and hood. Her face is like a witch. And evil generates from her, surrounds me from her. Other times, I can be lying on my stomach and she will creep her head, her hand up the back of my head, down my face, and hook her fingers under the top of my teeth, pull my head back. Other times, she will bite, sit on the bed, knock on the door, call my name, and generally scare the crap out of me. How can anyone explain this? This is by Jane. She strangled my girlfriend. I was awakened by a screaming girlfriend. She had her arms up as she was pushing on something. Her eyes were open as if she was awake. I called her name a few times and tried to shake her awake. Then her eyes closed and she went back to sleep. When I woke her up again, she told me she was fighting an old lady that was trying to strangle her. Last night, I was awakened by something. I had no idea what it was but I had this strong feeling telling me I should turn around and look at my girlfriend. As I turned around, I saw what looked like an old person's face moving away from me. At that exact moment, my girlfriend let out a small scream and went back to sleep. So did I. This morning when we woke up, the first thing my girlfriend told me was, I had a dream about the old lady again last night. What are the odds that both of us would see the same person or spirit? Oh, wow. (laughs) That's so creepy. Imagine that's like she's dreaming that and you're awake and then you see that. I would lose my marbles. I wouldn't know what to do. Honestly. Sorry. Allergies. (laughs) That would be very scary. Imagine you're laying down next to your significant other and then 
you just get this feeling to turn around and then that's what you see a face just moving away from you and then it just disappears I don't know uh well I'm glad that y'all still listen to these stories and that y'all enjoy them my next episode will be a closer to this season of spooks and I am releasing the first episode of my new season today which I'm so excited I'm hoping to end the last episode on New Year's that episode will be very important I will release it early so you're able to listen to it before New Year's countdown and I'm so excited and I'm excited for what next year will bring so thank you for listening I love you guys bye